Hi and welcome. My name's Claire Musket from UC Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the unified communications and collaboration industry. Today's chat is on how speech recognition is accelerating enterprise. And to help me explore this topic, I'm joined by Michael Lauder, Chief Experience Officer at ASAP. Michael, thanks for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Awesome. So by way of introduction, Michael, can you please just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at ASAP? Yeah, sure. So I, I uh, uh, actually grew up in Texas and uh, started working at Apple uh, not long after Steve Jobs uh, returned uh, in the late 90s wow. as a call center agent. So my, my career uh, at uh, in this industry, in the customer experience industry, began uh, on the ground floor talking to customers. And I found out two things about myself uh, that I didn't know. I, I really love helping people and I love solving really hard problems. And so that really fueled my career. And, and I led service and experience organizations over the last 20 years at Apple, uh, EA, uh, the video game company, and Samsung uh, the last five years. And when I was at Samsung, I uh, was introduced to ASAP. Uh, I fell in love with the product. It was one of those transformational experiences where you know, a company was actually delivering uh, what it promised in terms of innovating the customer experience. I uh, started advising the company earlier this year and and joined as their first chief experience officer um, a couple of months ago. And so my role is really focused on a few things. One is uh, these types of conversations around thought leadership and evangelizing ASAP. I'm also very involved in supporting um, go-to-market, you know, customer success, uh, the sales teams, et cetera. And, uh, and I'm just having a blast. I love it. Wow, that's some experience. As a CX professional myself, I'm quite jealous of, <laughs> of your CV. <laughs> well, amazing companies and what an amazing time to have um, seen the explosion, which is probably a great lead into my, my first question, really, which is basically the last 30 years or so have been so disrupted by advancing technology. And I think personally, customer experience is really struggling to keep up with the technology as, it, as it's arriving. What do you see as the driving force behind um, needing to evolve at pace now and in the future? I think in some ways to answer that question, you have to go back uh, in the past and sort of figure out how we, how we got here. And, and I think that the customer experience business actually isn't that old. It's probably call centers really began uh, in, in force maybe 30, 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and even today, uh, most of the way we operate call centers and contact centers and, and experience business is based on cost. So how can we reduce cost, um, whether it's by finding cheaper labor uh, somewhere else or um, by somehow uh, uh, providing information to customers that prevent them from having to contact a company. And so this is kind of, in my opinion, a flawed premise, this idea of hiring hundreds of people, giving them a couple of weeks of training and unleashing them as the voice of your brand, probably not you know, the greatest way uh, to build a business around loyalty and retention and creating an awesome customer experience. So, so that's sort of a framing of, of sort of how we got here. And I think w- one of the things we, we need to do to keep pace and really you know, meet our customers where they are is first understand that our customers are comfortable in places, uh, talking to their friends and family in places other than the telephone. So really across the, the globe, we've seen uh, customers adopt messaging and chat and, and different ways of interacting uh, with companies at, and with their friends and family far more than they talk on the telephone. I have a 16-year-old daughter who has had a smartphone for maybe five or six years. She's never used it to make a phone call. You know, it's just not um, how she operates. And I think companies have had a hard time uh, adapting to that. And so, you know, I think right now it's really an opportunity to use real transformative technology to meet customers where they are, create a really seamless, frictionless experience 
and and really uh, you know deliver uh, you know on the promise of building loyalty and retention, which I believe is one of the most important things as a customer experience uh, leader. There's so much you can learn from 16 year olds, right? <laughs> I learn something every day. Not always good. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're so right. You know, the point of meeting the customer where they want to be met rather than forcing them down channels and certainly messenger services is is transformative, I think, for for industry for the industry, also for the customer. So I'm with you on that one. So what extent do you think mobile technology is influencing the consumer and their expectations of communicating with service providers? Leading on okay. from what you just said. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. I mean, I mean every what you're ninety 95% of the globe, you know, has access or has a smartphone. Uh, you know, it's a supercomputer uh, in their pocket. Um, you know, most web traffic now is 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 happening on on mobile devices. Ironically, even at most companies, uh, 80 or 90% of people that call are calling from this incredible supercomputer that's in their pocket. And so it's kind of ironic to me that they have this digital supercomputer in their pocket. They're using the, to using it to interact with this very analog experience on the telephone. Uh, and then companies like ASAP are then digitizing it back by real-time transcription and augmenting and automating the experience for the agents and the customers. And so, uh, so yeah, the, 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 the rise of the smartphone and of mobile communication uh, really has changed the game. And, and in fact, 10 years ago in the United States, messaging on mobile devices became the primary mode of communication uh, for the United States, took over uh, the telephone. And so, um, unfortunately, companies haven't caught up and you know, we're still seeing 80 or 90% of interactions with companies happening uh, on a traditional telephone. Wow. And so uh, we, we've got to find a way to change that. The mobile phone is an incredible way to deliver an omni-channel experience, you know, one that's super interactive um, and multimodal. So you can you know, even have a voice conversation or a digital conversation and interact with content and other information all in one device at the same time. And that, that's really what uh, mobile technology uh, gives us the opportunity to do. Uh, yeah, I just reflecting on when you said there, I bought an iMac the other day that I'm using right now, and it's not as powerful as my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> In uh, terms I, of like, memory and everything, like, I'm shocked. <laughs> my, my daughter, my daughter will sit in front of the television, which is this big screen television, with her smartphone in front of her, watching TV on her smartphone. I'm like, what, what are you doing? You have this huge television on the wall. And uh, it's just become the, the tool for this, this generation and the generation coming up, the millennials, Gen Zs, et cetera. You know, this is, this is, it's, it's not a, it's not even really a, in fact, when I talk to her about mobile technology, she just thinks it's technology. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's how she grew up. It's, it's, it's how she thinks. And I think that that's what, as people who are involved in the CX business, we have to be thinking like they think uh, in, in the United States, Claire, the, the majority of customers in an install base uh, are millennials uh, and soon will be a combination of millennials and Gen Z. And so they, they're just a different strategy and a different approach. And I think, as we discussed earlier, meeting them where they are and kind of understanding this new era of how we communicate and work, e even with the pandemic, you know, and, and the fact that we have 300 million people using Zoom every day, you know, this is, this is fundamentally uh, changing mm -hmm. along with, with generational a cohorts changing, you know, how we communicate with our customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that will lead us perfectly into my next question. But I just have one quick reflection there as well. Um, so I'm te technically Xennial, so on the cusp <laughs> of Gen X and Millennial. So I do remember when times were analog 
and um, yeah. I had a pager like when I was a teenager yeah. I was one of the first people in my whole school that got you know the first very kind of primordial Nokia mobile phone you place yeah. make and make your own ringtones and that kind of thing but yeah I think it's easy to forget sometimes now that you know pe- there are whole generations that are becoming the highest spending power who don't remember any of that it's just always been this way for them so so I think you're right and I'm moving into uh, what you were just talking about there the, the shifts that we've seen in communication from the pandemic how speech recognition technology more broadly helping employees to adapt to the changes yeah I mean I think first of all you know most contact center agents when the pandemic hit uh, moved uh, to remote locations their homes mm-hmm. To do their their job, you know, contact centers are, are pretty you know dense uh, you know places and uh, pretty I would say pretty high risk uh, when the pandemic hit and so all across the globe uh, we we had agents going home and so uh, it, immediately you lost the ability to walk to the lab you know the ability to tap your neighbor on the shoulder you know the the ability to um, you know collaborate with your manager on solving a problem and so. Uh, suddenly, um, you know, the, the technology was needed to uh, replace those things. And it's very difficult. While I think a lot of people, Claire, when everybody moved home, they thought, this is fantastic. We have this remote business and now they're sitting at home and it's cheaper for us and we're still able to operate. I think that's true short term, but I think long term, you know, technology is going to be needed uh, to be able to create the same kind of experience you would have, you know, in a physical location uh, remotely. So, you know, speech recognition and te- technology in particular, uh, you know, can help in, in a couple ways. You know, one, one of the things that ASAP does is um, it's literally listening to the call uh, or the or the chat or, or messaging interaction. And in the case of the call, it's transcribing the call in real time. And then whether it's a chat or a call, once that's transcribed, it's actually pulling information from the actual words the customer and the agent are typing and basically providing guidance and support to the agent on how best to solve it. One of the things we say is, you know, ASAP makes every agent your best agent. And so it takes the, the, the things that the best agents are doing, how they're performing tasks, what knowledge they're using, et cetera, and kind of replicates that tap on the shoulder mm-hmm. and allows, you know, every agent to be able to deliver a consistently good experience um, to customers. And to, to me, I think that's a really important requirement in general in contact centers and in customer experience but it's just become even more important with the pandemic Mm, no absolutely agree with you and um, I think what you were talking about there as a non-technical person that's in CX that's becoming more technical um, I know that the latest buzzword is asynchronous communication but for the benefit of the audience me and anyone else out there who isn't that okay with the buzzwords could you explain the term a little more and what it means for the future of customer experience Please. It's so funny. It's, it's so funny you asked that. My my wife was literally telling me this morning. She's like, when you first started saying asynchronous, like she's like, I like I, I knew what it meant, but I didn't really understand what it meant in the context mm-hmm. of what you do. And so uh, it's a it's a, one of those silly. The CX world has a lot of buzzwords. Uh, you know, in fact, you know things like omni-channel and digital transformation, and 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 sometimes they don't live up to their promise. So asynchronous is really any conversation you're having. That is not, um, uh, you know, that, that is uh, uh, you know, not happening at the exact uh, in a in a session based environment. So a telephone is a synchronous conversation. Um, the the traditional live chat where you've got the open bubble and the agent is sort of disconnecting you if you don't respond within two minutes. Um, that is a that is that is more of a synchronous conversation. 
Asynchronous is the, the best example of it is a, a WhatsApp or a messaging experience where you can ask, you know, you can say something to your friends or family, mm-hmm. put your phone back in your pocket, mm-hmm. and a couple hours later you can pick it up and respond again. So there's no live, you know, real-time synchronous interaction. The reason it's so important is that number one, it's a way better experience. If you've ever interacted with a company through, say, a messaging channel asynchronously, you can ask, it's kind of like the promise of email. So email always had the promise of, I can write a company an email, I can put my phone back in my pocket, go about my day, and then when I, when I look at it again, they've given me the perfect answer. The problem with email is it takes a long time to get a response, and oftentimes the response is not valid because some, some back and forth interaction is required. So you end up wasting a lot of time. So this is in the messaging world, asynchronous is a way to ask a question. You'll put your, as a customer, put your phone in the in your pocket, come back later. If you need to provide more information, you can do it on your time. So mm-hmm. we often say, you know, that um, customers never wait. This is what we say at ASAP. Customers never wait and, and agents are always busy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's the power of asynchronous. The challenge is, Contact centers are not used to operating in an asynchronous environment. Mm-hmm. All of the, the tools and algorithms that are used to, for example, to do workforce management inside a contact center are based on synchronous conversations, whether it's chat or phone. And so if you can imagine me asking a company a question and then five hours later asking another question or, or providing another response, it may not even be the same agent that's interacting. And so all of the ways in which you operate, the KPIs used to measure the customer experience, mm-hmm. all of that has to change. But the beauty and persistence and convenience of asynchronous um, or, or really being able to communicate in these messaging channels where we talk to our friends and family, mm-hmm. Claire, I think it's so powerful. The idea that I can have a conversation with a giant, you know, monolithic company in the same place I talk to my friends and family and in the same way, I, I think is really transformational and it's something we really believe in at ASAP. By the way, operationally, it provides incredible efficiencies to the business. And so uh, these are, I call them silver bullets. These things that we can do, these single things we can do that deliver a much better experience at a lower cost, they're rare. You know, normally we're spending more money to improve the customer experience or spending less money and, and the customer experience goes down a little bit. And, and this opportunity to meet customers where they are, deliver this great experience and make the operations themselves more efficient, reduce costs in the P&L, is a, is a really, really important part of, you know, these digital and asynchronous conversations. Yeah, it's basically the holy grail, right? Better for the customer, better for the employee, and it's cheaper. Win, win, win. <laughs> it's right. a total win. And, and, you know, the other thing I was going to tell you is, you know, there are companies that are doing this really well today, especially going back to, you know, generations like millennials and, and, and Gen Z and stuff. Um, there are a lot of companies that are digitally native. You know, you, you take the Uber... And, and DoorDashes and Postmates and Facebooks and all the most successful, biggest, most valuable companies. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and exactly. And you take these companies that are digitally native. They're not, they're not, they already are doing asynchronous. Mm-hmm. They're already 80 or 90% digital. Mm-hmm. It's really these, these older companies that, that are, you know, that, that have, have had the, the, the overhead of building all of these traditional ways in, in building customer experiences mm-hmm. that are now transitioning. And we know when you have big, big transitions like this, it's just tricky for, for companies that mm-hmm. were so successful earlier. How do they do it? So mm-hmm. there's definitely good examples of, of doing this 
uh, well, but for most of the big companies that have been around for a while, they've got to figure out how to make this transition to asynchronous. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a whole kind of challenge with transformation, isn't it? Time, cost, complexity, leadership. But it sounds like this is a really great way to solve a lot of problems for customers, employees, and your business um, in order to catch up. And my only other reflection really on that was how many times I get stuck waiting on a chat with my broadband provider or yeah. my mobile phone provider and the chat window will shut and they disappear. <laughs> so for me, even just as a customer myself, like having, and this is like the next evolution of meeting customers where they want to be met. It's also meeting them in the space and time that they also want to be met, not just the channel. So yeah, I think it sounds really, it's a great, really it's awesome. a great point. It's a great point. And I think, I think that's the, that, that's one of the interesting things you can do when you, when you use technologies like ASAP to make agents more productive and to deliver better experiences and channels like we're talking about, it also, when you have greater productivity or greater efficiency, you can do things like increase your hours of operation. I mean, in, in my opinion, you know, every CX practitioner that's running a digital business should aim to have 24-7, you know, coverage mm-hmm. on digital channels. Well, that's, that's expensive and hard to do. But if your agents can be twice as productive, mm-hmm. it suddenly give, you can eliminate agents or you can just increase your hours of operation or both. And so yeah. there's a lot of leverage you can pull to improve the experience. The, the challenge that you mentioned also with, you know, like talking to your, your, your uh, cell provider is that, um, you know, when, when, you're on, when, you're, when you're dealing with synchronous uh, digital experiences, um, you often will, what do we do with our smartphones? We multitask. And so we, we might be off doing something else and we come back and they've disconnected us because mm-hmm. uh, we weren't able to respond within a certain number of minutes. So again, this goes back to the power uh, of the customer experience in async yeah my record was three hours um, and eight agents <laughs> trying to sort out a relatively simple problem so <laughs> this does sound, it sounds absolutely wonderful for me as a customer myself so i can't wait to see more of it so just to finish up where can our audience find out more about asap <laughs> yeah so uh, anyone who's interested can go to asap.com uh you know it is a, a relatively new company um, you know, we have a lot of uh, really big customers with, with really big, you know, challenges in, in contact centers and and uh, CX. And um, you know, it's a great place to learn more and to learn about some of our customers and, and some of the work we're doing. And, and we aren't we aren't really this small widget that's making your business ten percent better. It is it is sort of a using AI machine learning uh, to transform any industry is a huge huge undertaking. And we have this awesome way in which we engage customers to help them. So ASAP.com asap.com awesome and that's it from us and thank you so much michael it's been wonderful to talk to you today i've really enjoyed it i've really learned a lot and i feel very hopeful about the future of cx now um, so just to the audience if you've enjoyed today's session please do give us a quick like or share this on social media as it's so much appreciated i'm claire musket from uc today thanks for watching bye